Let's make today the day you start the business that will change your life. You'll learn how at Income School. Income School is about taking your income into your own hands by creating a website that people will love, building a following, and earning a living online. And now your host, Jim Harmer. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Income School podcast. Today we are talking about the practical stuff. That's actually one of the main reasons why I wanted to start Income School is I felt like a lot of the, you know, blogging about blogging kind of podcasts were uh, just too philosophical and about, you know, all you need is this paradigm shift and suddenly you're going to be a millionaire. Uh, And I wanted to talk about the practical kind of stuff that uh, I spent days and days uh, banging my head against the desk trying to figure out certain problems. And I've wasted so much time in my online business trying to figure out that practical stuff of how to run a WordPress website well and keeping spam off and all that kind of thing that uh, today I want to take your questions, questions from listeners of the Income School podcast from all around the world, and I've grouped up just the questions about WordPress. So let's get started with the first question. Hey, Jim, I'm sorry if I sound a bit frustrated right now, but I've been working on my WordPress blog for over a month now, and I think my site just crashed. When I go to the site, it's just totally white with nothing on it. I can't log into my WordPress dashboard either. It's totally blank. Have you ever seen this happen? Is there anything I can do? I wonder if it's because I chose a cheap hosting company instead of the one you recommend. Anyway, thanks for the help. Okay, this is a great question. First of all, I don't think this is because of your hosting company. Uh, this could be caused by, I, I mean, just a host of different things. Oh, get it, host. A uh, host of different things could be the issue, but I don't think your hosting company is going to be causing this problem. Usually when you go to a WordPress website and it's just completely blank, not even, you know, sometimes it'll say database connection error or something like that. That's a common error we'll get in WordPress. But if you just get nothing, my guess is this is a theme problem. It could also be from a plugin. In fact, just as likely uh, to be from a plugin. But 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 I'm I'm going to bank on the theme on this one. So the the reason is we have some kind of conflict from the from a plugin or from the theme that's causing a fatal error. I mean, absolutely crushing the website. Now, that that seems like it would have to be a horrible plugin to do that, but actually, I mean, it's the way that this code works is I mean, you if you miss one character in in the wrong place in your theme or in a plugin, it could bring down the entire site. And that's why I've always preached being very cautious to not proliferate your plugins. Be careful. Just make sure you're installing the very best things. If you want to see a recommendation of the themes that I recommend and the plugins that I like and have used for years, just go to IncomeSchool.com and click Recommended Setups. That's where I have all the info, you know, my recommended hosting company, email provider, uh, how to run an online course, a webinar, plugins, everything that I use every day I have there. So you don't have to research stuff. You can just find one that I've found to work well. So if you've installed a, pr- a plugin recently or made any changes to a plugin or if you've updated WordPress and that that conflicted with the plugin or your uh, theme updated or there was an auto update, I mean, a lot of things could have happened. Even if you feel like you didn't touch anything, a lot of things could have happened that have caused this. So let's talk about how to, how to fix the problem. First thing I would start with is you're going to have to be able to FTP to your website. FTP is where you use a program on your computer 
router and you're using the FTP protocol, the file transfer protocol, to get information to your website. You don't log into your WordPress dashboard. This is like the this is how a web developer would make your website. They're they're going to FTP to it. They're just directly sending data to the server and they're not uh, going through that dashboard. So you're going to need to set that up. With most hosting providers, that's going to be a piece of cake to get to set up. You could use a free program like FileZilla or uh, the one that I use is Dreamweaver, but that's a paid program. So you could use FileZilla. It's, it's totally free, and there will be lots of directions on whatever hosting company you have. Uh, they'll have a tutorial on how to connect with FileZilla to their service. FileZilla is a real common one to use. And then uh, what you're going to have to do is, what I would recommend, the first thing is change the name of the folder of your current WordPress theme. So if I'm using a theme called awesome press i'm going to change the name to anything i want loser and then what that's going to do is it's going to force wordpress to not use that theme and go back to a default and when it does that it's likely going to fix the problem that's at least if it was something with your wordpress theme that's going to solve it for sure so that's the first thing I would try. And then the next thing is we need to check if it's one of the plugins. And so we would do that same thing. Let's try start deleting some plugins. Don't worry, you can just reinstall them if you need to. But just delete the plugins via FTP until we see that the website is back up. Start with the ones that you think could be the errors, you know, ones that um, maybe aren't as well built to plugins. And then uh, eventually you're going to find the problem. It's always scary when this happens. I understand your, your frustration. You know, you said when you asked this question, I, I don't know how many times this happened to my website in the first year that I ran it. I, I, w- I wasn't running my website very smartly and I was installing a ton of plugins and using junky theme forest themes and free themes for my WordPress website. If you're doing that kind of stuff, I guarantee you this is in your future and your website is going to come crashing down. Use well-made plugins, use uh, well-made theme. It does not have to cost a ton of money. Uh, In fact, you could do it for free. Just make sure you're using good ones. And again, I have my recommendation and you won't have your site causing huge issues. Hi, Jim. I'm calling with a quick question about spam on my WordPress site. I paid for a subscription to Akismet since that's what's installed on WordPress already. Uh, Since I paid for it, I thought it would help. But it isn't blocking all the spam still. Uh, The spam comments are really getting out of hand now, so I just turned comments off completely. So uh, how can I stop spam comments from getting on my site? Thanks. Bye. Okay, this is one that every WordPress uh, every WordPress blog owner has dealt with. Spam in WordPress is just unbelievable because there are all are tons of companies that would love a link from your website to theirs, and so they get uh, all kinds of you know technology that are running bots to go to your website automatically write a comment and then link back to their website about Viagra or, or whatever they're writing about. Uh, usually ends up being something, you know, vacuum cleaners, NFL jerseys, Viagra, all kinds of spammy different things. And so th- I have tried every plugin out there to to get rid of spam. I also have an accusement 
uh, subscription that I am now stopping. It's all, it's not very expensive. It's only four ninety nine a month. But uh, for a while, it did okay stopping the spam. It, it, what it what it keys me it is is it's a subscription service that you pay the subscription. It's only five dollars a month, and it runs your comments through their database. They have a database of all the IP addresses, the unique computer uh, numbers that uh, are sending out spam. And then if it's from one of those numbers, it just doesn't show it. And, and they have fairly good technology for doing this, but it's a tough problem as well. And I've tried lots of CAPTCHA forms, and I always seem to get through those as well. I, I just have not been able to stop them until a few months ago, I started using a new plugin that's called Sweet CAPTCHA. That uh, If you want to get a link to it, just go to the show notes at incomeschool.com slash 19. That's this episode, and you'll see the recommendation of this plugin. Now, what this? it's a free plugin. doesn't cost you anything. What I love about this one is first, as soon as I put it on my website, users started commenting and say, wow, this is fun. I'm going to write more comments just so I can do this. Uh, you know, you've seen the ones that make you do a little simple math or something like that to prove you're human and not a not a a bot, but what this does is it'll show a picture, let's say, of a worm, and then it has five other pictures, and it says, "What would the worm or what would the worm like to eat?" And it has an apple, uh, you know, a, a computer, a car, etc. And so you drag the apple over to the worm, and the worm smiles, and then you can write your comment. Uh, it's actually kind of fun. I get a lot of positive comments from my users, and as soon as I installed it, it stopped spam dead on my website. I I have never seen a plugin that absolutely stopped all spam until I used this one. So it gets my very highest recommendation. And then the other thing that I'm always worried about with my plugins is uh, all my websites must load in under one second. It's just a rule for me. They must load fast. And uh, this is one plugin that did not slow down my website. That's always something I'm concerned about when I add new plugins. But this one did not slow down. It's just been really, really cool. So Sweet Captcha gets my highest recommendation. Again, for a link to that, go to incomeschool.com slash 19, and you'll see it right there in the show notes. Hi, Jim. I'm calling with a bit of a technical question. I set up my WordPress site a couple months ago, but I don't have much content yet. I didn't realize when setting it up that I should have changed the permalinks from the default until I saw your article about that. So is it too late to change now, or is there a way I can change the permalinks on the site after the fact? Thanks for the podcast. Great question. So the permalinks is when you're using WordPress, it's just the technology that they're using to decide what the actual address of the web page is. So let's say I write a new blog post and it is, uh, you know, 10 ways to grow more apples from your garden. Well, that's the title. If you leave your, your permalinks to the default when you installed WordPress, it'll likely be, you know, applegarden.com slash... Uh, question mark p equals one two seven five nine and that's your website at that's the address for that for that post well that's not a great uh, address you know nobody's it's going to be hard to remember it's hard to tell people and it doesn't have a lot of keywords in it so when you install wordpress i definitely recommend that you switch your permalink structure to post name so that now it's the applegarden.com slash grow more apples and that's it. Uh, so you want you want a URL that you know looks nice, has your keywords in it, 
It used to be that that WordPress recommended having a number, uh, you know, at least four random characters in your website address to make the website run faster. It doesn't need that anymore. Now you can just switch your permalinks to post name and you're set. To do that, just log into your WordPress dashboard, go to settings, permalinks, and click post name. So you mentioned in your question that you found my post about switching your permalinks too late, and now you already have uh, the ones with ugly default permalinks. Well, if you change it now, you're going to have a problem that every web page on your on your site, every uh, page on your site is going to now have a different address. And so Google's going to say, ah, this website is totally broken. And any links you have from, from the web to you are going to be 404. They're going to be busted. So I wouldn't change it if you already have an established site. It's not that big of a deal. Now you said that you don't have a whole whole lot of pages. It's still a new it's still a new website. You know, the best practice is you could install a plugin, a redirect plugin, and there are lots of them out there. Just like search for redirect plugin, and you could type each old URL to the new one, and it'll redirect it over there. Honestly, if you only have you know fewer than twenty five pages on your website. I'd just go ahead and change the the permalinks. You aren't going to be ranked very well in Google right now anyway. I would just go ahead and switch it. Google's going to figure it out, and in a couple weeks, you'll be up and running. I wouldn't, you know, I, I wouldn't worry about spending an afternoon on this. If you only have 25 pages on your website, you should spend that time writing blog posts and not and not worrying about this. But the best way to do it would be to redirect each of the each of the links when you switch your permalink structure, and th- and then you won't have any problems at all, no matter how big your site. It's Dave and I'm from the UK. I'm calling to see if you have any words of wisdom about hiring someone to do custom coding on my site. I've been using my WordPress theme for quite a while and it's good but I'd like to do some customising. But what I'm nervous about is hiring the right person because I don't know if they'll do the job right. So I guess my question is, how does a non-developer hire a developer and know they're doing the job right? I don't want to mess up my site. Maybe I'm just being too cautious, though. Anyway, thanks. This is a great question, and I think every blogger that I know, every successful blogger that has a bigger site, has made this mistake at some point or another. That you do as much as you can with plugins and themes, but eventually you just want a a few custom features on your website. Well, that is very problematic because if you just hop on Odesk or or some kind of outsourcing website like that and you just pick a developer, how do you know what they're doing? How do you know if they're writing good code that isn't going to have problems as you update other plugins, that's solid, that'll load fast, that won't cause errors on different browsers, that looks nice, that's actually just going to finish the job? That's a really scary thing. And what I've found is I've had a hard time finding anybody local to do jobs for me, you know, that I can work with face to face because I don't find a lot of developers uh, have the skill in WordPress. Developers usually like to, no, I like to make my website from scratch, you know, or we're going to use a pro solution, you know, we're going to use Drupal or something. And so a lot of people don't know, a lot of developers may be very skilled developers, but they don't know WordPress very well. And so I'd want, I'd definitely make sure you get a WordPress developer to be able to do your work. Now, 
What I would say is if you're looking for somebody, go to IncomeSchool.com slash 19, that's this episode, and I'll give you my recommendation of who I use, and I know this guy does good work. He's not paying me to say that or anything else, but I'll, I'll show you a company that, that can really do a professional job. They always always charge a reasonable amount for, for their work. I've never had any issues. Other than that, you're just, I mean, you're going to have to find recommendations of people who have used them. I, I, I've been there and done what you're doing right now. It's really tough to find a good developer. So I'm just going to tell you the one that I use, and and then I, I think you'll be happy with it. But I, the reason that I wanted to include this question for everybody is, uh, kind of as a warning, every blogger I know has spent thousands of dollars wasted on a developer that did a cruddy job or took the money and ran or, or just didn't do the work how they were expecting. So get a good WordPress developer. But the other warning that I wanted to include with this question is be sure you really need custom code on your website. Once you run custom code, you know, once you pay a developer to write a, a new plugin for your website or, or you have a shopping cart experience and you really want to customize a few, a few features, what happens though when WordPress updates in three weeks from now and it conflicts with what you wrote? Now it may take your website down to the ground and you got to talk to your developer who's out of town in Europe for two weeks on vacation and can't get to it, can't fix it right now. And your website is sunk for two weeks and you're left on ODES scrambling trying to find somebody to fix it. So if you're not a developer and you don't feel custom, you don't feel comfortable with code, boy, be so careful about the decision you're about to make. Because once you go custom code, it means you're going to have to continuously pay to have that custom code updated with new uh, iterations of WordPress. If it conflicts with another plugin or a theme, you you really do want to be careful about this. Don't get in the rat hole of spending thousands of dollars, quote unquote, investing in your blog, when really it's just adding a new layer of complexity that you're going to be dealing with and struggling with for a long, for a long time to come. I, I really recommend if you're not a developer to either get a developer that you can have a long-term relationship with and can work with you consistently, or to really avoid custom code wherever is possible. I'm calling in with a really quick question about WordPress plugins. I've noticed lots of bigger websites lately that they have a little bar at the top that comes down and it'll tell you what's news or going on the site. Like they say, I've just released a new episode of the podcast or something like that to let, you know, website visitors know what's going on the site today. So I, I was wondering if you knew that WordPress plugins will do that for me, like which ones I can use. And they really help me get the word out to website visitors. Uh, anyway, thank you. Bye. All right. Great, great question. There are a lot of websites doing this that just has a little colored bar at the top that has some kind of news of things that are happening. The one that I use is free and it's worked for very well for me for a long, long time. And that it's called Easy Heads Up Bar. It's a free WordPress plugin. I've never had any issues with it. Uh, just works consistently. The way that I use this is if there's any kind of news going on about the blog that I want to get the word out to people right now. Like if I'm doing a launch of a product, 
Well, if you came, you know, you were one of the 10,000 people who came to my blog today from Google, well, you may find that, uh, you know, you read uh, this post and you leave. You don't know that actually there's big news happening on the website today. We're doing a big launch where there are five seats less in, left in my online course for this month or whatever. And so you just install that plugin and it just comes up from the top, very unobtrusive. It's not like a pop-up that comes over everything, just a little bar that slides down at the top and it'll give you news of, of what's happening. And so that's one that I've, I've really liked for a long time and it sounds like that's exactly what you're looking for so easy heads up bar is the one i'd recommend hi jim i looked at your site under the recommended setup section i noticed you're not really using lead pages one of your trusted plugins is there a reason for that i've heard really good things about lead pages but i'm I'm nervous about buying since you know i don't have a lot of money to invest in my business right now so would you recommend it thanks bye I have a hard time answering this question. I, I don't want to be unfair to lead pages, but I will tell you that my initial reaction to lead pages was very poor. In fact, I requested a refund uh, with my with lead pages after I bought it. I bought it after I listened to a webinar with uh, with Pat Flynn, and he he really talked it up. But when I installed it on my website, it was not what I had expected it to be. There are three problems that I found with the plugin. The first problem that I found is I, I installed the page and it and it made the so what lead pages is is it just creates a lot of you know sign up forms that look really nice on your website or a sales page or a page for a webinar different just different page templates really that you can use on your site. So I, I used it, and the first thing I noticed is I, I'm a real stickler about branding. I really want my brand to be very consistent, so it has a consistent look and feel, so that if you see my art, artwork on iTunes, if you see my podcast, if you see a YouTube video, if you see a Pinterest pin from me, you see anything from Income School, and it has that same fonts, same colors, same people, same lighting, same graphics, same everything. And the reason is, it's following Pat Flynn's Be Everywhere strategy. That if you're going to put media everywhere, the key is you want people to immediately recognize recognize it as being from you. So that if somebody's into whatever niche you are, if you're a hiking website and they go on Pinterest and man, there you are, and YouTube and there you are, and they Google and there are your blog posts and everywhere is you, then they know you're the big player in the, in that space. Well, having a consistent look and feel is a big part of that so that they immediately recognize it as being from you. Well, the problem with lead pages is although you can customize colors and and many different things in there, it still didn't take on my look and feel. Uh, it, it felt random. You know, of course, the the conversion rate is great when you go to a page that's blank with a huge picture on it and only a sign up form. Uh, yeah, of course, the conversion rate is great because there's nothing else you can do on that page. Uh, but it didn't look like my website. It, it just it just is a totally different look and feel. So that's the first problem I had with it. The second problem that I had with lead lead pages is it was frustrating to be able to use it. It's billed as being a simpler way to make all these pages. And so that was really attractive to me is I do spend time, you know, making a, a landing page and such. So I, that was really attractive to me. So I, so I was really pushed toward that. 
it was not easy for me to use. In fact, I spent a ton of time banging my head against the desk and it was causing errors all over my website. And again, this was earlier in the days of, of lead pages, but I, I, I was not impressed with how easy it was to use. And the third problem was I I received a lot of broken things that broke on the website. Like if I use Pretty Link, and so uh, when there's a so when somebody goes to incomeschool.com slash nineteen, they're redirected to the post for these show notes. But if you have lead pages installed, what the problem that I was getting is it would say, Oh, there's nothing at incomeschool.com slash nineteen, must be a broken link, and then it would show them the four oh four page. And so it's just kind of messing with my mojo and the way that I use and a lot of bloggers use WordPress. So I didn't like lead pages. I got rid of it. Uh, and I replaced it with a very, very simple things for my, for my opt-ins. I use opt-in monster, which is awesome. I really love it. Uh, it has been made, uh, getting email signups. It has really increased my email signup rate, uh, dramatically over what I was using before. Uh, and for a sales page, I'm just using a WordPress page. That's it. If I want to put a video, just post the embed code in there and just keep a very simple um, uh, landing page and and that's worked best for me people you know guys are always talking about you know making these fancy whiz bang landing pages and I've never had success with that my users always see it as spammy and are not interested they want to see things from me and the way that I usually give content to them and to me that's been the most successful so lead pages does not get my recommendation right now I'd be willing to give it another shot and see uh, how it is now and if there there's more customization and things I can do with it but but for now it's not something I'd recommend hang on to your money because remember, it's a subscription thing. You got to pay every year, and so once you sign up for it, you are locked in to pay that pretty high fee every single year. Because you may have twenty pages on your website that are using lead pages. So what happens next year when you when your subscription is up? Well, you're going to pay it again because you don't want to remake all those web pages or break the links. So it, it, it's really locking you into something, and I don't like that. I want to be free and agile in my in my business, and I don't want to be locked into services like that. Hi, Jim. I'm Frank. I'm from the great state of New York. I'm, uh, I'm calling with kind of a weird question. My, uh, my site has been acting strange lately. I don't know if you can really help without seeing it, but uh, my problem is that my sidebar on this site has not been showing up with some pages or it gets scooted down below the main content. Uh, I feel pretty comfortable in WordPress, but never really had anything like this happen before, and I don't know how to fix it myself. Any ideas at all? Thanks for the show. Great question. Uh, there are a, a lot of different things that could be causing that. What I'm guessing, though, is that you're using a responsive theme. What a responsive theme means is that it's going to resize depending on what size of device you're using. So if you go to your website on an iPad or an iPhone, looks different than if you go to it on a web browser or on a, you know, an Android tablet or whatever. And so if if your site is resizing on an iPad, yeah, it may grab that sidebar and put it at the bottom of the content. It's actually supposed to be doing that so that the site fits nicer on that screen. So make so that's I guess the beginner question is uh, m- make sure we're understanding that. If it's not that, I mean it could be a whole lot of different things. 
uh, just to do with your theme. If your theme is not very well made and they made the, you know, the margins incorrectly or they incorrectly sized each of the boxes, it will push it down absolutely. So make sure you're using a quality WordPress theme. Uh, if, if you're, if you're using a quality WordPress theme, you really shouldn't be getting this type of error unless you've messed with the code or something, uh, because that, that would be a pretty extreme error for a theme to mess up on. Uh, and if you're using one that a lot of people use, they will have found that kind of bug and fixed it out, fixed it for you. So make sure you, you're using a quality WordPress theme and that we're not just talking about a responsive kind of issue. Well, that does it for our questions for today. Quite a few of the questions that we had today mentioned my recommended setups. Go to IncomeSchool.com and just click the recommended settings button. That has everything, everything that I use. I spent about a week making that page of the site just to include everything. So, you know, if you're using, looking for a WordPress developer, bam, I'll tell you who mine is right there. I'm not saying it's the best WordPress developer ever, and that's not an affiliate link. It's just the one that I use. So you don't have to waste any time researching like I had to when I was starting out. If you're looking for a plugin to increase your, your email signups, Go there. It has that on there. How to run video courses, how to start a podcast, you know, how I set up my office and what it looks like, how I do backups of my website. Everything is on there. So go to incomeschool.com and click recommended setups. Uh, that page, if I could have had that page three and a half years ago, I don't know how many how many days of work that would have saved me uh, by just having that information ready to go. So I hope you'll use it and I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for joining me on the Income School Podcast. I really appreciate the download and I really appreciate those who have gone over to iTunes and written a review of the of the podcast. It means a lot to me. I read every word of those of those reviews that are submitted. I hope you're enjoying the content and I hope you're making the the most use of it by applying the things you're learning. Now get out there and write a blog post. Bye. When you're serious about launching your website, check out Jim's free step-by-step tutorials at IncomeSchool.com. Income School is a production of Improv Photography, LLC. Any opinions expressed by guests and callers do not reflect those of Improv Photography, LLC. Results mentioned not typical. Some links mentioned are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Some calls simulated. Improv Photography, LLC is not a law firm and does not give legal or tax advice. Always seek the advice of a competent licensed CPA or lawyer licensed in your jurisdiction before making business decisions.